1: Let's let's talk Notre Dame's defense. We had a couple Please. of comments about that. So my my first thought was I am so sick of them using three man fronts
0: <laughs> and
1: I didn't like it, but I have some thoughts as I've tried to really think about it and, and, and I'm going to tell you what I think you you let me know what you think. OK, OK, OK. So, first of all, I hate when Isaiah Foskey drops into coverage. Hate it. I mean, Me the guy barely pass rushes tonight, and when he does, he freaking gets strip sacks. Two sacks, both strip yeah. sacks. Okay. Yep. Yep. Secondly, secondly, there were about three or four plays where he jumped right underneath a pass route and took a pass play away. you go back and watch the game, there were several times I believe you. where he got up underneath people. So it's like, okay, well, I can't I, uh, you know, I can't. Get too mad about it because he's actually making an impact in the pass game.
2: He, let me, let me, uh, kind of expound on that. He's gotten better at it. Yes. When he first started doing it, he was terrible. I still would never allow him to do it. I wouldn't either, (laughs) but he has gotten better at it. I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. He made plays tonight. Yeah. Uh, I just felt like this defense was at their best when they were in a four man front, they were super, super dominant. But then you have to ask yourself, okay, well, what. What would that have been if they were always in a four man front? Would they? Because there was a couple times, even when they they, you know, Foskey was in coverage, they completed a pass and he had to hustle out and make a tackle. What if he's rushing the quarterback right there? Yeah. So I'm trying to be more open minded about it because I just I don't like it and I felt I like either. that too many times. But here's the other thought: we talked before the game. USC had scored at least 24 points in in every game they they played this season, right? I believe they scored at least 24 points in every game they played last season as well. And again, they didn't play a lot of games last year. Yeah, they scored at least 24 points in every game last year. Then they, so you'd have to go all the way back to September of 2019, the last time USC was held under 24 points. Here's what I think Marcus Freeman was doing. And, and I don't necessarily like it, but I'm just trying to explain it.
2: Okay. So people what do you got?
1: Understand it. I think his thought was, here's what we cannot do. We cannot let USC get big plays.
2: Mm-hmm. We
1: cannot give up cheap scores. We cannot give up a Deep? 60-yard play. Sure. I think he was basically saying, we're going to keep every to, to your what you said.
2: Do you remember? Keep- I was just yes, going to say, this- yes. on Thursday, keep I said everything
1: in like, front yeah. of you, Right. Yeah, Which I don't necessarily like because this is why I wanted to bring it up first. Keep everything yeah. in front of you because let you make USC go on drives. Because here's one of two things is going to happen. Eventually, we're going to make a play, or they're going to make a mistake, and that's what happened. I mean, you think of the first they drive, made mistakes. Yeah, USC goes right down the field or second drive, first drive. I mean, they ended it on the first snap. Jason Amiola gets yeah. a sack and just right. drives over. Second a great drive, to that they're game. going down it, the field. Yeah, and they get the first down and. First in, they were in the red zone. I don't know if it was not first and goal yet, but they're in the red zone. And he finally says, okay, four-man rush. Because again, shorter field. You can have one less guy in coverage. Shorter field. He brings Fosky off the edge, strip sack, drive stalled, right? Then they had another drive where they let him go down the field and then they brought a pass rush, four-man rush. Myron Tungvaloa hits a guy and as about two other guys are about to hit Slovis, ball floats in the air. Bo Bauer picks it off. Yep. It was basically. I feel like the game plan was: we're not going to give up a cheap point. We're going to make them put long drives together, and I don't think they can consistently do it. And you know what? They didn't. They couldn't. And I think part of that was USC being stupid. I mean, the the clock management at the end of the first half oh was just goodness. like, oh my god, that's why everyone on that staff needs to be gone after the season. I mean, that was but that's. But see, the thing so is, so if you're Marcus Freeman, that's who USC is. Yeah. They're an incredibly right. undisciplined football team that self-destructs and turns the ball over a bunch, for sure. And it was like we're not going to give up the big plays. Now, I don't necessarily like it. I would have liked to see them turn the heat up and get after it. And I think they could have forced more turnovers that way. And maybe, but look, they held them to sixteen points.
2: Yeah. Well, and and I mean, it was the goal. Yeah, I get keep it. Them from I'm scoring. scoring. Look, that's why I said it on Thursday that that's kind of what I was thinking that they would do. Um, and I, I guess you talked me out of it. (laughs) I I listened to you, uh, which I always do. Uh, but it, it was, I was a little surprised that they ended up actually doing that. And they were basically daring USC to run the ball and they did run the ball. I mean, they ran the ball 30. Well, they ran the ball 28 times. You can't call anything that Keaton Slovis did running, uh, because it was sacks and you know, whatever, you know, he had four carries for negative 28 yards. Uh, but they ran the ball 28 times. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what they normally do, but they don't run the ball 28 no. times. No. Okay, that that that's what Notre Dame was allowing them to do. Right. And 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 look, I agree with what everybody's saying. There were some missed tackles. There were some missed run fits. I get it. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but USC also did a good job of getting the ball to the outside and out leveraging Notre Dame at times. Um, some of those runs, not a
1: ton. Yeah, but, not a ton. But yeah, right.
2: But there was a couple where they out-leveraged Notre
1: Dame. right? Um, and I think you- what Marcus Freeman was saying in the second half, especially Vince, was you're going to have to beat us with somebody other than Drake London.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So so let's get into that a little bit too, Vince. So first of all, the tackling tonight frustrated the heck out of me. I agree. The, I mean, just the secondary. I mean, you've got the play where Houston Griffith has a guy dead to rights for a tackle for loss, and he <sighs> being... Barely I mean, gets a body he had out. him, and then like just kind of fell high. off. He went high. You like, go on, go right man. through his knees. Go because Drake London six five with long arms. If you try to go face to face, he's going to do to you what Carden Williams did to USC DBs all night long. He's going slip to slip on the ground. Look, I get it. He's slippery. But he's Also but, long. Come on,
2: man. Yeah, exactly. You
1: got to go right through his knees on that play. And then you had Clarence Lewis missing <laughs> tackles. Cam Hart had a bad miss. Although other than that, Cam Hart was really good tonight. I mean, they basically said they acted like Cam Hart like had to plague and they're like, hey, we're going to stay away from that guy. <laughs> they know? did. Yeah. And then there was the a one couple time times they went underneath. Third them, down but... play. He beat that corner. So bad. the receiver so bad, the guy was, in... I thought they were going to throw a flag on him just for how bad he beat the guy. <laughs> like he, he covered him so well. I was like, well, come on. That had to be a flag. Right. But I mean, they just threw it away on a third down. Cause cam just it went out of bounds and cam good. was just and standing there, there. Like out of bounds. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. He was great. But they he had that missed tackle. Right. You, they, they got to clean the, the the DBs are doing too much, going high. They mm-hmm. they've got to learn to go. Thought thaw- I mean it need you need to be putting your shoulder pad through his stomach to his knee.
2: Right. They need to that just zone talk- right there. They need to talk to a little guy because that's what little guys do to make tackle. They need to talk to my kid who always goes low to make sure that he gets the tackle. Right. right? I mean it, it's 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 elementary, but it works. Right. It's not flashy. It's not flashy. It's not a big hit. But it right. works. And and sometimes you need to just do what works.
1: So a couple things. Number one, speaking of the DBs, I thought Trick Bracey did a great Brian Kelly talked about this after the he game. Was he right. was right. Absolutely right. He was right. The, the one play they were had a play where he didn't end up making the tackle, Drew White did, but he came up and just blew up. It was a screen pass. He blew up the lead blocker and just made Drake cut back inside. So let's let's talk a little bit about the Drake London plan for this game. Uh Drake London ended up with some really impressive numbers to a degree.
2: He did. And he well, look, 15, and what do we I look, I would have never predicted that he would catch the balls that have 15 balls for 171 yards or whatever. I no, I would not have predicted that. But we told you guys he was going to get his catches.
1: Yes. He had um 9 for 109 in the first half. But going into the fourth quarter, he had 10 catches for 109 yards. Caught right. one pass in the third quarter. He caught that long 44 yarder late after Notre Dame had gone up 20. It was 24 10. It was on the series they made scored to make it 24 16, I believe. Correct? Mm-hmm. So, first half, what they were trying to do was they were trying to bracket him with Clarence Lewis and Kyle Hamilton. The play where he caught the ball, the play where Kyle Hamilton got hurt, that was 100% on Clarence Lewis. They're Mm -hmm. playing cover two. Mm -hmm. Cover two is five under, two deep. It's a zone defense. Your cornerback is supposed to reroute. So that's Clarence. He's supposed to reroute, which basically means get a body on him, try to widen him or push him inside, but you want to widen him. And then you get in his hip pocket and you turn inside and you are going to go with him vertically until someone threatens the flat or an out cut. Clarence acted like he was waiting on someone to come out instead of reacting and so instead of continuing to get underneath Drake until an outcut came which is never did let him because run because right by him four verts he lets them run right by him well Kyle yeah. Hamilton can't get off the hash right away because they had a seam route right inside so if they run double verts there Kyle needs to stay on the hash right until the ball's thrown Clarence has to get underneath that go route he didn't do that and it just let him catch a ball and then Kyle gets hurt. Their plan was out the window at that point in time. Cuz they were going to do what we talked about. Going to put Clarence on whoever he's going against and they're going to put they're going to let Tariq and Clarence or Cam, excuse me, Cam on, you know, the other guys and Cam shut those dudes down. Right. Well then you lose Kyle Hamilton and your game plan's kind of out the window and I thought USC did a nice job of hitting the quicks and the outs and Sure? Notre Dame and I did, I thought Clarence Lewis was late a lot react this is now mm-hmm. what three games in a row, four games in a row where the other teams picking on Clarence Lewis and he keeps getting beat. I just don't know who the going to keep are happening unless they want to play a freshman because Ramon Henderson is not the answer.
2: He did not have a good game either, and I
1: don't know if putting Tariq Bracy outside would have been the answer too because he's just so short. But uh, second half, what they did in the second half was, I don't know if you saw this, Vince? They just started sitting. Clarence was right inside of Drake London, so at the snap he would just be two yards inside. What that that does two things. Number one is it takes away the slants and in the inside because he was beating them on quick unders and he was beating them on slants. Uh, or, uh, yes, yeah, slants and quick unders. So quick unders, but you go up like four or five yards, you delay, it, and then you just come right underneath, you know, whatever's clearing out. And they were just, they were beating them. And Notre Dame wasn't getting guys underneath that. So what they did was, is they had, and then the other thing they were doing hitting some out cuts. Well, if you play inside, you're taking away the inside breaking routes just by your leverage alone. Which means you can now better jump outcuts. And they took a lot of that stuff away. Now, of course, that beat that got, that hurt him in the fourth quarter because they ran an outcut. Clarence overreacted to it and, and they beat him it on was a double goal. move.
2: Yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Uh,
1: so, you know, and that's one of those things where Clarence is just, hey, if he wants to catch a four yard outcut, let him catch a four yard outcut. Right. You're up twenty four to ten. Let let him catch an outcut. Let him cut catch an outcut. And tackle him.
2: Right. four and, yards. I yeah, mean.
1: and that allowed him – but if you look at the second half, I mean, he had six catches for 62 yards in the second half. 44 of them came on one play. Yeah. And they did a pretty good job on him in the second half. They really did. And it was that – that was the half, halftime adjustment. Clarence is going to take away the end stuff, and then we're going to take – we're going to help out over top. And basically what, you, what Notre Dame did was hey, you're going to have to beat us with somebody other than Drake London. And USC said – we really don't have anybody that can beat <laughs> the Drake one, other than the Drake wanted
2: Well, and because Chante Ingram
1: had a nice game, ran hard. I did. thought the USC the offensive half. line played. I'll tell you what, where I came away impressed with USC is their offensive line could just could not block Notre Dame's defensive line when they were in a four-man front. It just Because Notre Dame's dudes are just way back. But they, I thought those kids competed. Yeah. I did. And, no, and I they, ran, they, they ran the ball well in the second half. But to your point earlier, Notre Dame was just saying – I'd rather you hand it off to Keontae Ingram than throw it to Drake London.
2: Right. Keontae
1: Ingram's not beating us. Drake London can.
2: Yeah. I mean, and, look, yeah. in the first half, Keaton Slovis had 138 passing yards. and I sent you this stat at halftime. He had 138 <laughs> passing yards, and London had 109. So, yes. it means 29 yards went to somebody else, and they only had 188 total yards in the first half. 109 mm-hmm. <laughs> went to London. Okay. So that means 79 yards went to somebody else. He had 109 oh. of them. It, it, oh. just, it, was, it was the London show, which yeah. is fine because he's not hurting you from a touchdown standpoint, right? right. I mean, they, they again, in the red zone, they did pretty good until yeah. the fourth quarter when they allowed two touchdowns.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all you need indeed.
1: Front when they went four man, they could not stop Notre Dame, could not block Notre Dame. Right. And
2: that's I, the frustrating I, part. I, and I, I get, get that.
1: I get the desire to do other things with Isaiah Fosky. And tonight he did well in those things. But I just can't I can't watch how he pass rushes. I mean, he's got eight sacks in seven games, and he does even pass rush all the time. Right. I mean, the one play, the, fir- the, the first sack was like, that was like the, I haven't seen a play like that since Stefan Tua was here. He comes off the right edge, takes his inside arm, and he just pushes the tackle off of him. He's got his left arm on the tackle as he comes his right arm and knocks the ball out from Keaton Slovis. You're like, how the heck did you, you know, like, it was just, that was like, that's a grown man pass rush right there.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then late in
1: the game, you know, he had, he puts the game away with another sack and it's like, what would his numbers be right now? If they actually let him rush as much as they let Julian Aguara rush.
2: Right. <laughs> you yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that, and that's, scary see, to think about and it. that's my issue, I guess, because look, he did, you're right. He did not do a bad job when he was lining up at linebacker. He didn't do a bad job, mm-hmm. but the what you're losing in pass rush, you can't, you don't make up for having him at linebacker. Right, that, that's my even, biggest. E- like even with him
1: making a couple plays tonight, like getting underneath sure. routes and stuff like I, sure. Sure. I, 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 but
2: yeah, yeah. I, I, but look, Myron, I thought had a great game. He got a lot of pressure yeah. today. Uh, he he uh was involved in that one. Uh, it was, I don't know if it was a sack per se, but it was there was a, there a couple of ru- uh hurries that he was involved in including Um, the
1: interception he was the guy right in his face on the interception
2: correct uh i thought that uh jason had another good game i mean he was right in there you know that sack at the beginning of the game that first play of the game it it just gave me flashbacks Mm -hmm. to uh what was it four years ago now uh when uh uh the the quarterback that's now with the panthers uh was with sam darnold yeah when they just harassed him all night long Mm -hmm. and they sacked him on the first play of the game i was like okay here we go. This is going to be great. Um, and for the most part, yeah, they Tavon did a good job. just took
1: the ball right away from him. Is that wasn't that the play where Tavon? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. it was the first yeah. play of the game. It was like,
2: okay, who's this guy? Yeah, you know. Um, but you know, again, I I thought that the front played very very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought you want to move on to the linebackers. Uh, yeah, or you got I more mean, to say yeah. in the front. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I, I tell you what, <laughs> I have I have said many times, I have no clue why Bo Bowers in on third down. Agreed. Tonight it was like okay. Hope he can do this every game, but tonight he, I mean, he made. I mean, not just the interception, but he had a good pass rush. He had another pass breakup in the game. He was getting into I the backfield. He did a pretty good job of getting up under some se- couple seams as yeah. well. I thought he. This was, and, and even if you take away the return of the interception, I thought this was probably the best game I've ever seen Bo Bauer play. Yeah, and a lot of, and it, he he got actually got a lot of playing time on on normal downs too. I thought the combination of Bo and Drew White, this was about as good of a Mike linebacker play as we've seen in the past yeah. game all year. In the past I game. thought they,
2: they both made plays. Yeah. They both made the plays. Yeah. There was one
1: play where they tried to run a little running back slide route and Drew White just oh. ate it up in the backfield, just ate it up.
2: And let me, okay, they gave him no gain on that play. That was, that like was a, a two yard loss. I don't know what that was a yeah. terrible spot. Terrible. There he was, was like
1: no close of the line of scrimmage. No, and they, that was they,
2: horrible. It,
1: the spot was about that far behind the line of scrimmage, like so. It was technically a loss, but it was a no gain because they called it zero. a no gain officially. Right. Yeah, right. But he was he, that was a bad spot.
2: Terrible, will terrible will spot. spot. And spot. they pushed him out of bounds, so yeah. it's not even a forward progress situation because right. he tackled him out of bounds, but. Either way, I thought that was a terrible spot. So, I, But but that was great coverage by Drew White because if yeah. he's not there, there's nobody else right. there. So he did his job, and he did a great job doing his job. So I, I, well, I'm i going to have
1: to go play. back and watch the film to see how, how J.D. played overall. The times I saw him in coverage, I thought he was good. Even the play where he got beat up the seam. That wasn't that bad was coverage, though. It was a great ball. Yeah, it was that exactly wasn't where, bad. When you have a 6'4 receiver against a one linebacker. That's exactly where you put that ball. Yeah, there's nothing JD could have done about that. His I thought the same good. thing. He yeah, he
2: ran with them. I mean, okay, in a perfect world, maybe he gets his head around. Maybe, maybe that ball was thrown with but, some zip, though. Yeah,
1: that, and the guy, the, the tight end did a good job too, because the tight end didn't put his hands up and wait. He flat, he snapped, he flashed his hands at the yeah, ball. JD right. didn't have time to react to us. So, I mean, it's as a coach, you always say, "Hey, you know," you always say, hey, "Here's a tool that maybe you could use on that play." But at the end of the day, you also just say, "Hey, sometimes." Just, Those other dudes are pretty good players too. <laughs> go play. Yeah. Right. Right. Did you I couldn't really notice? i have to go back and watch the film. I don't I don't know if I could explain to you right now why they ran the ball so effectively against Notre Dame. Other than just <sighs> other than Notre Dame letting them.
2: Yeah, that's the middle. only that's all I've got on it, my, that's to be something honest that, with
1: that you. I'll discuss tomorrow and then the further review when I watch more they film.
2: They were using um Isaiah Pryor as a third safety. Whereas I thought maybe he could have helped a little bit closer to the box. Um, but I think that was because of Kyle Hamilton, right? I mean, he he ended up becoming that third safety because Kyle Hamilton was out. Um, I, I thought maybe he could have helped in the run game a little bit. But again, I think Notre Dame was kind of allowing them to run the football. I yeah. I, I don't know that it would have mattered, to be honest yeah. with you. Um but yeah, I'm I'm interested to hear what you have to say after you yeah. after you've watched the film tomorrow. And everybody play, pray for some rain tomorrow, uh, so that baseball gets canceled. Yes.
1: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that way you'll you'll be on there. I I'll tell you what, Vince, I was shocked that for the first time ever, I think maybe I say hyperbolically, that they called a targeting. Oh, And reviewed it and properly ruled it in the booth. Yeah. The guy, I understand why the ref in the heat of the moment. I totally get why he threw it.
2: I totally, as soon as he hit him, I was like, uh oh. And then I saw the flag come out. Like, I get it because he came in hard. And he he was behind
1: him. The ref was behind him. So all he saw was the guy's head hit the ground and DJ hit him. That's exactly how he didn't leave with his, he didn't leave he didn't put the crown down. He actually led with his hands. Yeah. His face hit the guy's shoulder but it was and and, and the
2: helmets grazed but right. it wasn't a situation where right. it was helmet to helmet correct um and they called it correctly like yes that's in a perfect world that's why you review the play right so that you can overturn something that really wasn't targeting and right. they did it right. I, and the fact that it was a pack12 crew everything told me that it was gonna be tart the guy sitting next to me uh who you know uh it was like oh yeah that's targeting that's definitely targeting. And I was like, wow, I don't know that it really was, but they're probably going to uphold it. You know, I, I And the only thing I could think of the entire time was, oh, who's coming in at safety? <laughs> like, I wasn't really sure what the plan Samuel was. your watch, baby, get them ready to go. It, yeah. Seriously, yeah. yeah. But uh, it, when they overturned it, I was shocked. Wasn't we Absolutely shocked. Because they should have overturned yeah. it. No, the right call, but I was shocked. And I, I also
1: am trying out. to find out, did they outlaw throwing a flag for holding? Is like not a thing anymore? <laughs> well, they called a couple times on Notre Dame. I mean, it.
2: They called like, the whole attack legit.
1: Like that's a, that did, the he first. Had a, he, he,
2: he, he had a he he right here. He had a
1: great block.
2: He should just great let it go. Block. Just yeah. Once you're falling yeah. down, you, you gotta you gotta let go. Yeah. Because I still think Diggs gets that corner, no matter what. I think yes, he. I think he, I think he still gets the corner long enough.
1: Yes, you're correct.
2: Yeah. You're yeah. correct.
1: He had him locked long enough to where I think he would have still held a
2: little too long. It, I mean, it was a, it was a legit hold call. I get yep. it. That's that's fine. You know. um, but you, I just, so they I, were holding a lot. Oh gosh. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: Like the whole game, it was a yeah. little frustrating to be I honest with me watching it. But yeah, I, I but but overall defensively, Vince, I, I'm I'm just having a hard time on where I want to come down on this one. Just because it was a uh, weird
2: game defensively. I I
1: think that the comments about, you know, the three down, I was infuriated by it. But you know what? I think it served the purpose of what they were trying to accomplish. And when he needed to heat it up, he did heat it up and it was effective. And when they got in the red zone and there was no more fear of a big play, he turned it up and held them to field goal attempts or forced turnovers. Yeah. I mean, look, again, at the end of the day, you held USC to, was it? 16 17 18 points below their season average i mean correct if i'd have told you before the game that notre dame was going to hold usc to you know that far i mean over two touchdowns below their season average you'd have been like that's a pretty good performance yeah i think the front the thing that frustrates people is that you see what foskey does and you see what your front four does when you're in a four man and you're like why aren't you doing that all the right. time?" and i think in freeman in coach freeman's defense again i'm trying to explain it i i, I don't I don't it's not what I would do, right? So understand it's not what I would do. But just cuz I wouldn't do something doesn't make it wrong. It's just I think his thing was let's just not give up the cheap score. Yeah. And and let USC self-destruct. And they did. Or eventually one of us our guys is going to make a play. And both of those things happened throughout the night. And again, you held USC to 16 points.
2: Right absolutely uh, and they were they were three or four in the red zone uh which they've only had one other time in this whole season where they haven't been successful in the red zone so they basically literally doubled up the amount of times that usc has not been successful in the red zone yeah okay
1: yeah
2: i mean and they allowed two touchdowns okay i mean i look i predicted 17 points they got 16 you know i well, and they would have been I right on sneak 17 one in.
1: if they wouldn't have missed the point. Right,
2: right. Yeah, absolutely. And if, you know, Notre Dame does a couple of things differently, I think they hit my 37 or they're darn yeah. close to it. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, it kind of played out the way I thought it was going to for yeah. the most part. But um, I, I think that the offense played better than I thought that they would overall from, from an overall yeah. scheme and execution standpoint. And I think the defense left a little bit to be desired for me overall. Mm-hmm look the bottom line is USC scored 16 points right. and that's that's what i care about i mean was it pretty all the time no we and we talked about it. we just hashed it out but at the same time they allowed 16 points right so okay you know and yeah. and the other thing i i did like uh about the offense and and we kind of touched on this the Tyler Buckner package was defined Yes, this is the first and time. It, was, for it me. was quick. It was getting yes. there,
1: make two plays, and Jack knows he's right back in.
2: It was so fast that I almost didn't recognize the fact that it was a new quarterback coming in and going out. Like it, it was a defined role, and we've been calling for that all season for it to be a defined role, and it was, mm-hmm. and that that made me really happy because it allowed yeah. both guys to be successful because they knew what their role was, and right. they weren't looking over their shoulder. And again, right. look, Jack Cohn, seventy-one percent. He's back to seventy percent completion percentage, guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't blame the interception on him. I thought he played well, and I yeah. think if they and move again, forward, this there going to be okay. underthrown
1: balls in the first half, like Florida Agreed. State. He's got to lead those, right? Agreed. Agreed. That was something I too. I, I didn't like how they went away from being aggressive in the second half, and then yeah. tried to dial it back up when USC got back in the game.
2: Right. That's, That's tough. That, That's yeah. tough to do. I mean it's really tough to do. And 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 I don't blame the offense for not being able to just flip a switch. Uh that's coaching. Like don't take your foot off the gas and you don't have this problem. That that's my issue. And it's and look, we we've we have been watching Brian Kelly for 12 years, and he for whatever reason doesn't like to put teams away. And so we're gonna continue to see that. Right.
1: And, and I could live with that if we were talking about him not punching in in the fourth quarter at the end. I I, I don't I, – I mean, to me, you know what I mean? Like, we we sure. could maybe – you know, I, I would have punched it in, but I understand why he didn't. Right. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about you came on the third quarter and, right. and went away from what had got you there.
2: Right. And um yeah, they could have put more points on the board. Right. Somebody somebody in the chat earlier said that they could have hung 50 on, on yeah. you, and they could have. They absolutely no. could have, you know, no, no question. I,
1: I would say I, I, I think the offense played better. I'm not as happy with the play of the offense as you are because I still feel like we didn't – they got to clean up some of the mistakes. Because sure. the mistakes tonight were costly. Dropping the third down ball by Austin, not playing the back shoulder correctly, Cone missing two chances, including one for a score – um, the false start that took away the last one, which wouldn't have impacted the game, but you know, I would have liked to have right but still 16 like instead of thirty one to sixteen. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But again, it was a step in the right direction. It was. yes,
2: it one hundred percent right. Yes, and, I agree. And with again,
1: that. the defense did what they needed to do. They they kept the points down. They held USC to their lowest point total since September of two thousand nineteen. Yeah, right. was it the way I would have done it? No. <laughs> That's why Marcus Freeman makes a whole lot more money than I do. So yeah, look, well, and, because to me, a successful yeah. game plan is also did you do what did you accomplish what you wanted to accomplish? If I'd have told you before the game that Kyle Hamilton was going to go out like early in the first quarter of an injury and Notre Dame was going to hold USC to their uh their their lowest point total of the season by in eight two years. years and their lowest point, lowest yards and yards per play of the, of the in like five games. Would you have believed me or would you have <laughs> asked, does Drake London get hurt on the same play?
2: Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Like, well, it, it'd be the same conversation for me as if you told me last week that Michael Mayer wasn't going to play, but the offense was still going to score over 30 points. Right. Like that. It's the same type of conversation for me. You know what I right. mean? Um But. With the offense, the reason I'm I'm so positive right now, and look, we talked about the stuff that was bad. Uh, and I'm not blind to those things. We we talked about it, but with the defenses that they're going to face over the next five games, if they build on what they did today, right, with with the tempo and with all those different things, if they build on what they did today, mm-hmm. this offense is gonna be good. Yeah. Like the
1: foundation I, it, was good, Vince. That yeah. tempo spreading the ball out. Yes. You know? using the pass to set up the run and using rpos all that was good that's where i'm saying is like if you can clean some stuff up notre dame like the like you said whoever said that Notre name could have hung 50 on them today yeah and i think if you and, and i got to get this for my pa- my guy paul hamilton so paul swung by the, <laughs> I, the, the, the i've been the, sitting the, on that one he saw he came by the show or by the tailgate today which and was again, awesome thank you to everybody paul. that came out tonight John Keevers, who left the big Super Chat early, came by with his wife. It was a ton of fun. We had people bringing their kids. It was so and It was cool. so much fun. It was so much so, fun. Like
2: this this tailgate, and it's no offense to the people that showed up at the first one and not the second one, but there were more people at this one, yeah. and it was so much more all fun. All the people that engaged, were at the first
1: one were awesome. also here on this one except yeah. for Tommy Guns. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, there was, there was more and more people. It was, it was awesome. A, it was a lot of fun. I but really
2: enjoyed myself.
1: Ty, Paul is a huge Tyler Buckner fan yes uh apparently somehow tyler buckner helped him meet his current girlfriend so yes. that's, that's another reason but he says and, tyler buckner with ice yeah. in his veins to end the game it was great meeting both of you then on <laughs> the ip tailgate so that's the and, joke behind his yes he's, and
2: paul uh thank you for your service yeah. he's headed to san diego yep. to start his active duty just graduated from yep. the naval academy yep. so thank you for your service paul yeah, uh really looking forward to hearing from you and how things are going down in San Diego and you know, got to watch Malcolm years.
1: Perry during one of his, one of his times at the Naval Academy. Yeah. So yes. But yeah, thank you very much, Paul, for your service, for being there today. Uh, and for being such a huge Tyler Buckner fan. Yes. <laughs> so we need you. That's great. We appreciate great. you very much. But uh, we had a couple, we had another super chat down here. We Vince. did. Yes. Uh, so, so from Ashley Hill. Got one Is from Ashley and happened? from Richard Maltby. So uh, Ashley Hill says defense didn't look sexy or vicious, just efficient and effective. But there are, but there are beasts on defense being held back because of game planning. I, I would say, to a degree, I get that. From the standpoint of, uh, from the standpoint of, yes, you're you're not turning, you're not turning Isaiah Foskey loose as much as we would all like. I, I get it. I don't. I wouldn't say he's being held back, though. I, I mean, honestly, if if I'm an NFL team, this was the best film I could have gotten for Isaiah Foskey. Good against the run. When they did turn him loose as a pass rusher, he was nasty. But he made plays in coverage, like taking away things in coverage. I, I mean, this for him, this was the best. This if I'm if I'm his agent, this is the first game I'm sending NFL teams. First game I'm sending NFL teams. Sure. So it's holding him back from like having like a four-sack game. But in the modern NFL, if you can be 6'5", 250 and show that you can actually drop in coverage and get up underneath the curl route, things like that, that's where you want to be. So I understand where you're coming from, Ashley. I do. But I think the game plan tonight, I don't like it. It annoyed me because it's not what I would have done. Things that aren't right. what I would do sometimes <laughs> annoy me. But, if we're being honest and objective, the game plan was effective,
2: yeah, yep.
1: now, maybe if they'd have done it my way, they would have held them to sixteen or fewer points. I don't know, but it could have also been a situation where you hit a few more deep balls to Drake London because you're you're not, you know dropping it. So I get it. I do. I think the first part of what you said is true. I understand why you said the second part. I do. yeah. Because sure. I want to see Jason Adam turn loose more. I want right. to see Foskey turn loose more. I, but I understand why they did what they did tonight. Got another one from Richard Maltby down here. Richard, uh, with Super Chat, thank you, for Richard, for that very much. The offense left something to be desired, but Styles at least showed out. I think they left something to be desired from an execution standpoint, which is my point, but I think Vince's point is also spot on in that but the found. We saw the schematic and philosophical changes. Mm -hmm. And if they can build on this and not revert back to what they think they should be against future teams, I'm I'm excited about what this team's going to be moving forward. I really am. Me
2: too. Me too. We got one more super chat from Jacob down here. Um, Sorry. That's all right. A little double click action. He says, uh, I'm worried. Uh, thank you, Jacob, by the way, for the super chat. Appreciate it. He says, I'm worried that the other defenses won't expose this type of play calling. We'll get into the New Year's Six Bowl and we'll get exposed by a good defense. Thoughts. Here's the thing. If the game is close, they're going to continue play calling the way they should. It's if they get a two touchdown lead. It's then, oh, er, er, let, you know, let's that's. Whoa. Oh, whoa. You know, let's hold mm-hmm. up. Um, that's the problem and then you allow teams to get back into it, et cetera, et cetera. If it's close, I think that they go tempo, and they're doing whatever they need to do on offense to keep the ball moving. I I do think that. So I understand where you're coming from, Jacob, but that doesn't worry me as much as it has in the past. I guess for me, Vince, if I were to say first
1: half, I'd be like, Jacob, buddy, I disagree with you strongly. I think the play calling in the first half was really good outside of, again, I'm – pointed out the one the 13 personnel after the interception. I, I didn't like that at all. But if you're if you're referring to the second half, I'm I'm with him. I I'm with him. Because a better team would have taken advantage of that sure. and maybe made a stop on Notre Dame, right? So I, I, I get that one. I, I get that one for sure. Uh but <laughs> I saw that. So Ooh. so I, I mean I think I think a really good defense could expose Notre Dame because I still don't think their offensive line is great, but I, I think like, but this was this, this, my whole thing is this is, this was not a aha. The offense has arrived. Everything is Agreed. wonderful Oh, I agree. If they went out and play this way the rest of the year, they're going to go to the playoff one national championship. That's not what tonight was, but tonight was a really good step in the right direction. And you clean up a couple of those things that, you know, Cone's got to make a couple throws better. Kevin austin got to make a couple catches better. Avery's got to block a little better. The mm-hmm. line has to finish off a couple more plays better. There's stuff to clean up, but I think the foundation was strong. Honestly, if they would have come out tonight and scored 38 points doing what they did in the past, I'd be, I, you know, honestly, I'd be less excited about what I saw. Yeah. Because USC sucks. I mean, they They're not they do. good.
2: They're not good. They're, they're not a good team. And we acknowledge that we acknowledge that USC is not good. Notre Dame should have beat them by more. Yes.
1: Clean some stuff up, but the things that they have to clean up weren't because of effort. They weren't because of a lack of focus per se. They just didn't execute them. Well, as a coach, I can fix that. Right. I can fix that this week. I guarantee you, if I was Notre Dame's receivers coach, Kevin Austin's never, ever, ever playing a back shoulder throw the way he did in this game. Sure. And I'm, I'm, you know, hopefully Coach Alexander will do the same thing. I'm just making a point right. of, of how quickly you can fix it. What you can't fix is when kids aren't giving you effort. And I never questioned that tonight. And and again, no. so because the scheme was what it was, because because the execution wasn't what it needed to be, I, I'm a lot more pleased by that than they executed a flawed game plan really well. And that was my point. If they would have run a you know, 12 personnel heavy and just ripped off a few big plays and took advantage of the fact that USC sucks and scored 38 points and had more yards, I'd have said, yeah, because this was what we talked about before the game. My fear was they were going to come out and and do the things they've been doing, and it was going to work because USC's terrible. Right. And the rest of the defenses are terrible, and they're going to get a false insecurity, and exactly what Jacob said was going to happen. They were going to win out because the teams they play suck. Mm Mm-hmm and and they get into a new york six ball and get embarrassed. I don't feel that way coming out of this game, Jacob, because I feel like they made to what Vince talked about at the very beginning, they they made the 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 schematic and philosophical adjustments for one game at least, and we'll, hopefully they do it again next week. Right.
2: And that's going to be the that key. That says
1: hey, they, they 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 can clean it's a, it's so much easier to clean up the things that they made mistakes on tonight. It, right it's easier to clean that up than say, Hey boy, we kept trying to do this game plan. Hey, let's, let's try and change now on a short week on a normal week where we don't have the extra self scouting time. So I'm, 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 I'm happy with what they did today. Uh, do, can they keep doing this? No, because North Carolina is going to be better than USC is right. Yeah. So, um, but, but, that's where we're coming. They're from, more. The they're more complete season.
2: offensively. I'm not sure the defense is a yeah. whole lot better, but that's. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that this week. Oh yeah, got plenty to talk about. We, <laughs> we got we'll a super
1: chat that. from Anthony L. Kyron, greater than Bijan. Is 23 a top three captain in the Kelly era? Oh boy, that's ah. T- uh, ooh, um, I'm gonna have to say no. And I love Kyron, but I mean, we're talking about Zach Martin, Quentin Nelson, Harrison Smith. Manti, there's a lot of choices because he's mean, had
2: like six or seven a year. It yeah, seems like.
1: but just some <laughs> of the dudes he had. I mean, if you yeah. just think about if you just think about some of the captains that he that Brian Kelly has had in his career, uh you know, Harrison Smith was a captain. Zach Martin's been a captain. Quentin Nelson's been a captain. Now look, I, mean, I in think he's eleven. Harrison was the only captain. He was the look, only weekly. That's like, true. Because the, the, the yeah, they rotated it, like,
2: it, and yeah, with
1: other than him, yeah, I, I you know, Manti in 2012 with Za- I mean, their their captains in 2012 alone, Manti, Zach Martin, Tyler Eifert, and Cap Capron Lewis Moore. It's <laughs> a pretty good group of captains, right there. Yeah, you know what fair. I mean? That is fair. And then Zach was a captain. Uh, the next year, I think Robert Hanzy was a great captain. Uh, Jalen Smith was a captain. So, if we're just looking at playmakers, you know, Jalen was a captain. I I don't know if I would put Jason over, over Kyron in some of the other areas where I think captaincy is important. Uh, but, you know, Drew Tranquil in, yeah. in 2017 and 2018. Uh, I mean, you know, Alex Bars is a captain in 2018, basically coached the offensive line the second half of the year. So, yep. I feel Alohi Gilman. You know, I mean, I feel you on that, but I would not want to have to pick three guys out of that right. group for my top three because then I feel like okay, I'm leaving out. Like, if I were to pick Manti, Q, and Zach Martin, just off the top of my head, then I'm like, oh man, but I forgot about Harrison Smith. I forgot about Robert Hanzy. I forgot about Tyler freaking Eifert. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, boy, that's a That's uh. There's been some good captains. Now there's been some years where the you're like, "Mm, I don't love this captain group. Like that's why they have seven because they have none. (laughs) You know what I mean? But exactly. But you know, yeah. And and Kyron has to be that guy because they don't have anyone else like him on offense. They really don't. And today, I mean, I thought last week, Vince, I felt like Kyron had the best game of his career agreed Just with just some of the things he did and certain and, and i thought he was even better this week yep i mean absolutely he's getting better, maxi- and better. If, if he had last year's line he'd have ran for 250 yards
2: tonight and that's I'm, and that's the thing as as and that's the not offensive-
1: a knock on the offensive line it's not me trying to take a shot it's just
2: well it's you taking maximized a shot at usc
1: every <laughs> single well it's not just that but he maximized every single available yard tonight
2: yeah absolutely yeah, absolutely, and I love the way he does that. I love it. I mean, he gets every extra yard possible. Um, I mean, his rushing yards—you know—for the season, half of those are on him.
1: Yeah, oh, at, at, least.
2: at least, at least. I'm if being you concerned. Up
1: tomorrow, Vince, and you read my players of the game, and I have anyone other than Karen on offense. You have permission to come over to my house because you live close by, <laughs> and sl- <laughs> like back open, like front. Hand. You can play front hand, backhand on my face. You know. Oh, that's so um, that's funny. Yeah. That's I mean, he, he was, he was good and, and, and Neil, and this is this to me, this is what captaincy is about right here. Neil nails it. And thank you for the super chat, Neil it says Kyron's effort is starting to permeate the rest of the offense. His tenaciousness is infectious and he's important and he is as important a captain as we've ever had. Again, I don't,
2: I don't I know if I to go this group.
1: Yes. I will say I, that. I mean, you know, I could say a similar thing about Quentin Nelson in 2017, sure. right? I could say the same thing about Robert Hainsey last year and Lee Meichenberger. Last, I mean, so I get where you're coming from, but just, you know, yeah. I like this comment right here from Coleman Clark. Kyron Williams is a better version of Autry Denson and Darius Walker. I, I don't, I can't say that I disagree with that.
2: Right. Uh, yeah. There's yeah. uh I got to throw this up here. Bang 1801 says Dante Williams said, that he felt USC just ran out of time. He must have forgot that Notre Dame kneeled inside the 10. Look, what do you expect him to say? I mean, I, he, I would he's have not expected him to say that. Don't say that. Well, he's got to get on a plane with these guys. Sure. And he doesn't want to lose then them. Say,
1: Hey, look, you know what? We battled. Our, I'm proud of this team. They right. Battled we the battled to off. the we end. We are on the road against a yeah. top 10 team. And, you know, we just got to execute. Better. But don't say we ran out of time because this ain't 2019. Like in 2019 – Clay Helton could have said that and been like, "Yeah, he's right." Because I felt like if there was two more series in that 2019 game, Notre Dame going to get beat. Yeah, Notre Dame was about to put that thing in the end zone to make it 31 to 18, they, 16, they, right, or 38 to 16,
2: 38 like. 16, and they could have easily.
1: Hey, you know what? Let's um, put another minute back on that clock. I'll yeah, say. if they do I, put I'm another a, minute on the I'm clock, all they score. For it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And, yeah. exactly.
2: And then Rye says, "Is Jordan, is Jaden Thomas on this team?" I keep hearing that there's only five wide receiver scholarship players right now. We've, yeah, no, we, we, yeah, we 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 said six, yeah, we have because we heard
1: that. that the first time and we counted and we're like, wait, that and yeah, Jaden Thomas yeah. is the guy that I forgot, but no, he's Look, still on the team. I he's think the I've got heard man out that he's right been now. banged up. Okay, I've heard that he's been kind of battling being healthy all there year. You go. I don't know if he's healthy right now, but he's still on the team because it, it, it's it's not that there's only five scholarship players on right now. It's that there's only five healthy. Scholarship, because I mean Joe Wilkins is still on scholarship. He's just injured.
2: Yeah, that. Yeah, it's it's healthy wide receivers. Right. Yeah, exactly. So yep.
1: that's uh, yeah, that uh, that's kind of that's kind of the thing there. So I mean, I know he was like banged up in fall camp. I know there's been a couple other times, but I'm not sure what his current status is. uh, To be completely honest with you, so <laughs> <laughs> <I> saw that. <laughs>
2: Probably not oh, wrong. Oh, my that's, gosh. The, that's the thing.
1: Vince, <laughs> you got any other comments that you saw up there?
2: There's I, okay. a lot
1: of love for Kyron tonight in the chat. And
2: Probably there should be. A lot be. of love. And there and should there be. There absolutely should be. Yep, yeah. and there absolutely should be. My takeaways from this game, uh, offense, I, I like where the offense was, but there's still some stuff to clean up. Defensively, it was pretty obvious what the plan was. And you, uh, people have to understand – that when your best player goes down, it changes what you had planned. Okay, mm. it, it it does. It changes what you had planned. Okay, um, and and that's what happened tonight. That I mean, that's what happened. So I thought, even with Kyle Hamilton being out, only allowing sixteen points, that's a win. That that's good stuff mm. from the defense. Again, stuff to clean up, sure. And then the atmosphere. I thought the atmosphere was really good. If I'm a recruit and I'm sitting in that stadium. I'm feeling what it's like to be at a Notre Dame game, or what I hope it's like at a Notre Dame game. If that's the only right. Notre Dame game I've ever been to, the the atmosphere was there, and it what they brought it, um, mm-hmm. you know, from the lights and the the night and the the music and the band and just all and and look mm-hmm. the crowd every time USC did something with their band or what. The, the crowd was booing. I mean, it was it was a good crowd. I appreciate mm-hmm. they booed the band director when he was uh directing the national anthem. The UK okay. who did USC's fans? No, no, no. Notre Dame's Dame fan. Because it's always the opposing band director that, that uh oh. directs Notre Dame's band, gotcha. right? They introduced them and the whole stadium boos. Like it yeah, like they were ready. a lot of energy there today, man.
1: You could even just was. feel it in the tailgate. And we've tailgated yeah. a lot before, and you just kind of see people. There's a lot so I liked of, it. It was good. It, yeah. They
2: brought the atmosphere. And look, we have said the opposite many, many times. Mm-hmm. And so I've got to give credit where credit is due. I thought the atmosphere was really good. And I'm interested to see if it continues for North Carolina next week for the mm-hmm. night game. So yeah. you know, we'll it's gonna see be important there. It's going to be important. It is. Yeah, I agree. Right? So, so, um, and, and he's right. They booed Kelly when he kneeled down at the end too. Yeah, they I, wanted blood, I and I wanted it too.
1: I completely understand. Again, I understand why he did it. I still don't,
2: I don't like it. I was just to say, I don't have to like it because I, I understand. Because like it. to
1: me, there's a difference between what he did in 2017, which I thought was appropriate. It's like they came on the fourth quarter and Chip Long threw like a bomb, and he was like, "Uh-uh, no more of that," right? you were up 4914, I get it. And and that was also paying Steve paying USC back for what Sarkeesian did in 2014. Right. When if Sarkeesian wanted to, they could have hung 70 on Notre Dame in 2014. Yep. I mean, Notre Dame was playing like who was that guy? Jacob Matuska at defensive line. They were so injured. They were so banged up. And th- I mean, it, they won what 49, 49- it was the same score, 49 14. Or it was it 42 14? I can't remember. I think it was 4 I think it was 40. I think it was the exact same score. I think it was 49-14. And he he called off the dogs. I mean, he went on that one like 20 some play drive where they were just like running at it I mean, it was like all, run play every time. And Kelly repaid him in 2017. You repaid him, right? Right. <laughs> but you you've paid that back. Punch it in at the end, you know. Yep, exactly. Plus it's an interim coach, so it's not like who cares? You know, it's not like Let you're them doing it. Too. Remind them who's yeah. your, who's your dad. It's not like you're doing okay. it to a guy you're going to have to <laughs> face again next year is my point.
2: Exactly. Put them on the plane, send them home. Enjoy it. Yeah. You know, a
1: lot of, a lot of comments about the, the Notre Dame, the Notre Dame defensive line. And, I gotta say that. I guess at the end of the day, when I think about the defense events, I get what Marcus Freeman's doing, but I just would have a really hard time not turning that group loose more
2: exactly because yeah. they can create yeah. so much havoc, and your secondary doesn't have to be perfect when yeah. your defensive line is as good as Notre Dames. Yeah,
1: yeah, you really don't. yeah, you know, yep. All right, so I think that is that is going to do it fellas. Uh I think tonight was a great night. A great night for recruiting. Yeah. Uh, there were the list I got today was 100 and like 100 plus kids. Supposed to be That's
2: crazy. Today. I had no idea it was going to be that many. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, our guy Brandon was over at the player walk where all the recruits that were there. There were so many recruits they couldn't they didn't have them come with the team cuz you know no oh, really? the recruits walk with it. It's was 100 guys. <laughs> you didn't have more you'd have more recruits than football players
2: it's 100 guys plus family because the family yeah. gets to walk too yeah so yeah.
1: i mean great night recruiting i mean I, great atmosphere convince i mean again convincing win whether they punched in at the end or not it was a convincing win i mean i don't i, I think there's maybe five minutes where i felt like you oh right <laughs> you know but you know because notre dame missed a field goal too i mean they missed their chances too but convincing win over rival a lot of recruits there at night, Good at great atmosphere. And from what Brian Kelly said post-game, Kyle Hamilton's injury is not serious or long-term.
2: Right. He did so, not have that sleeve on his knee in the second half, and he was walking yeah. around on it. Yeah. So that's – I was really worried, and I put it on the message board when I, I, I got the binoculars out, and I was kind of hunting for him, and he was sitting on the bench, and the sports psychiatrist was talking to him and, like, kind of rubbing his back. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh that's right. that's not good. <laughs> you yeah. know, so yeah. that's great news if it is accurate. Um, and I don't know yeah. that he would say it if it wasn't. Um he's repeating the I information. I think he
1: would have said, We gotta get more x rays, we gotta see more right that kind of right. thing. Right. And can I just end with this? There's a lot of rumblings that James Franklin is gonna be the next coach at Penn's at, at USC. USC. Can I just say that, that what makes us Dave even better is if that turns out to be true, his mm. team also lost to freaking Illinois today.
2: <laughs> Nine <So>. overtimes. <laughs> and and t- make- Monday, we will talk about the weekend that was, and we will yes. talk about the overtime rule. Oh, yes. Because- I I've got I thought. did not
1: know that that was the rule. I didn't either until I, I, I thought either. it was. If you it, after the second overtime, you have to just go for two all the time. Right? You can score had, a touchdown. I you got no go for two. concept that, or, and maybe I did at the time, but I just blocked I didn't. it out. I did. I had no idea. We did I have didn't have real super chat a from Anthony. L. If Maris was healthy, would conversion. the defense be significantly better? I don't know about significantly. Would it be better? Yeah, I think so because I think you could you could do different things with him in the nickel and some things like that. But, but we don't know how good Maris would have been. I mean, he was having a great camp, but I don't know. You also have to remember
2: who replaced Maris. JD's had a great season. I mean,
1: but I I think where I could say, I think a night like tonight would have been a night where we probably would have seen more of Maris than JD. That's fair. And so you, at least you'd have that bullet to, to use as opposed to where like, you don't really have that thing. Um, I thought, speaking of Will Linebacker, we saw Prince Colley doing some nice things on the kickoff coverage tonight. He was running down there. Um, so, yeah, I think I think it would be better because you'd have just another athletic guy to use. Like, here's an example. Do I think having Maris would have made Notre Dame better against Toledo or Wisconsin or Purdue or Virginia Tech? No. Do I think having Maris would have na- made Notre Dame's defense better against Cincinnati? Yes. Cause you'd have had that long athletic guy against those long athletic tight ends. We'd have seen more of Maris that night. And I think tonight would have been another one where we would have seen Maris playing a lot more tonight. So yeah. That's my stance. So Vince, that's gonna do it for tonight's show. Everybody, thank you so much for being on with us tonight. Great, great crowd at the tailgate today. Great, great crowd in the chat tonight. Great numbers yeah. for one o'clock in the morning. This is Absolutely. awesome. Although getting off of a night game, being done at one o seven is kind of or one o eight is like whoa. Win, uh, yeah, Win. yeah. Because Vince Win. is getting old, man. He 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 can't stay up that late anymore. It's you know, gray in this beard. All right, That's it's right. time to go to God, bed. No, shut up, okay, Vince. I don't. <laughs> so why don't hear grow a it word, out? Okay? Why don't grow it out, brother? I don't want to hear a word. <laughs> Uh, but hey everybody thanks so much if you came by the by the uh, tailgate today i really really appreciate it, it so much fun uh, for all of you that are in the chat tonight i really really appreciate it give us a like hit the subscribe button hit the notification bell if you're listening via podcast give us a five-star review and uh, we will be back tomorrow night eight o'clock uh, we'll be back for our upon further review i'll at least be here we'll see if he's gonna be here or not if there's rain in the um, forecast i'll be here yeah But uh, we'll break down the film. We'll have it tomorrow night. And then, of course, Monday, we'll be back at it with our review of the Weekend of Football. Comments on Brian Kelly's press conference. And then Tuesday, it's North Carolina week. It's ready to start North Carolina week. So I'm really looking forward to that. So have a great night, everybody. Thanks for being with us. We will talk to you again soon. And remember, before you go to bed tonight, tell yourself, Notre Dame spanked Southern Cal again. Take care, everybody.